You're listening to the CPR of Life podcast, a show about creating community through connection, awakening potential, and uncovering the resilience of the human spirit through an understanding of state of mind. It's about living a life well-lived and uncovering what often gets in the way. Hello and welcome to CPR of Life, episode number two. I'm your host, Jesse Lynn McDonald. In this episode, I have the pleasure of chatting with the lovely Colette Riley. Colette is a personal and business coach, a director of Potential and Me, and a ponderer of big questions, and also a tea jenny. What I absolutely love about Colette is her spirit and her big heart. She's passionate about helping others live a well-lived life. I met Colette several years ago in a business group. We hit it off immediately, and I've been blessed by the many conversations we've had since then. Every time I talk to Colette, I leave the conversation feeling inspired. Another great example of showing up with no masks is that we lost connection partway through this interview. It was only a wee blip in our conversation. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to Colette Riley. She is my podcast guest for this episode. She is a explorer of resilience and well-being. She's a social entrepreneur, and I'm very happy to have her with me today. Colette and I met uh, in a kind of a weird way. We were partners uh, on a business Facebook group, and we were to review, I think it was a PowerPoint presentation, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And as soon as we got on Skype and started speaking, I realized that Colette was in Scotland and I'm from Scotland. So it was an immediate connection. And we've had many teas online. And (laughs) yeah. And uh, so, Colette, welcome. I'm really happy to have you here with me today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We've had so many good chats over the years. Um, I'm really looking forward to this one. So thanks for having me. You know, often when we're chatting, we always say, oh, we should have hit record on that because it was so juicy that we want to share it with others and we haven't. And so now you have a podcast and I have a podcast. So we can share our chats and wisdom with the world. It's wonderful. And really, there's no topic that I don't think we haven't we haven't covered there's no limits yeah, there are no limits and that's you know that's the power of conversation and connection yeah you know and I'm so grateful for technology because we've never met in person but we've had so many deep conversations and yeah. I said to you the last time we spoke I'm so incredibly grateful for that that um that look out when we do meet in person <laughs> Oh, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be wonderful. So, Colette, tell me a little bit about yourself. What would you like the readers to know some things? What are you up to these days? What am I up to these days? Loads of things. Loads of things. So there's two main projects I am currently kind of passionately following, and it's one is um, I'm director of a social enterprise called Potential in Me and I'm lead on the families project there um, and in my own coaching business um, I have got a program all about playfulness and really both of them link very well together because I'm such a believer that um, 
people who play. Well, when we, when we play, we're a lot more resourceful. It's a really good stress buster. Um, it's an ideal way to stay resourceful. And when families play together, they stay connected yeah. together. When they play together, they stay together. Exactly, exactly. And it's that whole, that, I suppose that's my, my mission, my, my message is let's take life a little less seriously. Mm. Let's inject a whole lot more play. And it just makes, whether you're running your business or you know, in your career, it just makes that so much nicer and it's not even just about it being a nicer experience it's actually when we're more resourceful we're more productive and when we're more resourceful we show up better as a person we're born to be we're more effective as a parent we are if we're a parent um, it's a wonderful message to be given our kids our kids know how to play if you just let them do it and sometimes it's about them teaching us I'm a big believer in watching animals and watching children mm. because they're in their natural state before they get stuck in their overthinking. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's what I'm up to. That's a lot. <laughs> so first, tell me about Potential in Me. So Potential in Me, um, I came on board last year, I think. Um, we are a social enterprise focused on bringing life coaching and personal development to young people and the people who live and work with young people. Again, my approach is about um, there's so much support out there for young people. Certainly where I am anyway, so I'm in Scotland and we're very, very very good at there's a lot of employability support, there's a lot of social support. But the irony is for me, we are very strong on early intervention and rightly so, absolutely right, rightly so when young people are young, so when they're babies and toddlers and, and early years, there's such a big impact you can make and you can really transform lives. But where potentially me come in is at that kind of pre-teen, teenage stage and what's really interesting is our brains start changing around that age. And that's when we start turning into the meaning-making machines that we are as grown-ups. When all of that glorious overthinking comes in. And it's great. You know, it serves us in many, many ways. And it really does us a disservice in many ways. But what's really interesting is there's not a lot of support out there for this kind of adolescent stage. Yeah. There's not a lot of understanding out there yet about what's actually happening in our brains and that we're not we're not our thinking at the end of the day. Um, so what we want to do in Potential Me and what we are doing with Potential Me is helping the adults who work with the young people, helping the adults who live with young people to really understand what's happening with them. So what's actually go going on in their brains so we deliver like adolescent brain training but also to help them understand the kind of nature of, of being human. And that might seem quite broad, <laughs> um, but it's really, really important to, to understand the essence of being human so that when all these other wonderful support agencies are helping our young people get jobs and you know all the things that they're doing, 
that those young people are then coming back into well-functioning units. Mm. Just now, <clears throat> excuse me, we work, other people work with young people, but without working with the whole system, without educating and empowering employers, without educating and empowering families, then we're just working in isolation. We're helping this wonderful, glorious young person and then they are going into a dysfunctional workplace or they're going into a dysfunctional family. So potentially me are all about that, working with the individual, but really the bigger system to help that bigger system really understand what's going on. And, you know, that's so important because I find myself too, when I'm working with kids, you know, we can help kids realize this understanding. But um, what I quickly realized after doing some workshops or just doing some one-on-ones with kids is that unless you kind of get the parents involved in that you're not really kind of completing the circle there's only like there's that's one aspect of it and so I I started bringing the parents in at some point and it's made a tremendous difference you know just because then they get it they get it from a different view as well yeah um so that's a big blessing now how do you find it's received it's been well received so far, um, basically because there's, it seems an obvious thing to do. Um, yeah, it's not that obvious in the sense it's not really, not everybody's doing it. Yeah. Um, there's a big push on parental engagement. But, you know, what, what does that actually mean? What is an engaged parent? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting. It's very juicy. Um, but yes, we are, um, the whole concept has been well received, which is wonderful. We're early days in it. Yeah. Doing a number of different workshops. Um, and we've got a, a larger full family program planned for the new year. Um, but yeah, it's nice that people are going, I need that, I want that. That's huge, you know, because often people don't see, and it's really cultivating the connection. Yeah. You know, and when that connection is there, that's where your play comes in is that it's incredible. There's, there's the power of connection and understanding kids where they're at, not where we think they should be is so critical. Completely, completely. And that in itself that's such a big thing for people to get. And once you get it, and we, we all fall out of, we all forget. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, right, okay, I'm feeling this way because there's a disconnect between my expectation and, you know, yeah. what's actually happening. So it's more than just parents getting that, you know, you're being disappointed in your child because they're behaving in a way that isn't the way that I wanted them to behave. Yeah. And when we really understand that that disappointment is coming from me, it's not, yeah. it's not my child, <laughs> um, that serves them on such a larger scale. Because then when they're disappointed in their relationship, when they're disappointed in their career, when they're disappointed in, you know, whatever it is they're feeling, they're feeling those not so nice feelings about, it's, it's then aware that that feeling is coming from them rather than that external source so (laughs) I call it sometimes I because even 
like you say, we get it, but sometimes we fall out of that. We're in kind of in a low mood of thinking. (laughs) And what I call that is I find myself sometimes with Finley doing this, but it's like, I know I'm having an adult temper tantrum in the moment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, And I can see it and it's just like, oh my God. And if you just, but it, it kind of just means where you're just like, okay, I need to walk away from this. And it's sometimes, it's not necessarily the kids that need a timeout. Sometimes we as parents need a timeout. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I remember getting a text message from a family member just a couple of weeks ago. And I got so annoyed. I was so... I really put on my ranty pants and, the, you know, I was so unhappy with them. Um, and then I just all of a sudden I, I remembered that actually he's just doing what he's doing. And the anger and the upset and the rage that I was experiencing wasn't him. It yeah. was that what he was doing didn't meet my expectation of what mm. I believed he should be doing. Whose issue is that? That's yeah. my issue. So calming back down, that kind of helped me be in a more resourceful state to actually have a conversation with them to say, well. <laughs> <laughs> I've created this expectation box and you're not living up to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And here am I, and this is what I would really like you to do. And where are you? Yeah. Yeah. You but know, in that moment, I completely forgot, completely forgot yeah i I think it's Jamie Smart who said in one of his interviews do you does anybody think that they're smarter when they're angry like who gets smarter when they're angry <laughs> yeah. in that moment you think you have all the knowledge and you know the clarity to see whatever it is, yeah. but the expectations is something that I'm doing quite a bit of work on. I wrote a blog about it a while ago, and I think maybe we've talked about it the last time it's this expectation box that we have yeah. and we you know we put people in it and, and then we, we've created this, we expect these things of them, but we don't share what we've created in our, this box with them yeah. and we don't get their agreement, but then we hold them accountable to it. Yeah. So you're not meeting my expectations and, and, and then you get angry about it. And it's like, well, wait a second. And a simple shift that I've, I've realized for that is just having an agreement you know, not necessarily you can go around having agreements with everybody, but I've done this with my son where it's like, okay, you know, screen time, perfect example. Let's put this down on paper. So we've sat and we've come up with a schedule for screen time and it's taken everything else off the table. You know, he knows there's days when he has access to screens and he knows there's days when he doesn't. And he knows how he can lose his screen time and he knows how he can gain a little bit more. But yeah. now that we've come up with the agreement, it's taken, it just takes so much away. It takes the weight away of this story that we carry in our heads. Yeah. And let's be honest, when we think back to every disagreement we've had, every disappointment we've had, it kind of comes back to expectations, doesn't it? Yeah, and then it all comes back to ourselves. ourselves or we've not communicated it in a way that has actually been heard. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also have those of ourselves though. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the expectation oh. of ourselves. Yeah. For me, I call it the rule book. Um, and it's, 
it's really funny the rules that we decide to live by that we don't realize we've decided to live by them yeah because we don't we don't need to no at the end of the day yeah so when we actually create the space and question why is it I do that and it's often very interesting why we do do things because we do things because our mammy did that mm. thing or somebody told us that that was what clever people did or what yeah. girls did or what boys did or you know yeah the messages we hear and we just take on at an unconscious level and we never question them but they make us you know unfulfilled unhappy whatever but at the end of the day, it's it's our choice to live by that rule. So when we become aware of it, yeah. we can choose. We can choose to ditch it. We can choose to change it. You know, yeah. our life, our rules, our way. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That should be a slogan somewhere. Make it a t-shirt. <laughs> it could be, couldn't it? <laughs> it's so true. And... I often say like we make these things up and we hold ourselves to this expectation that we, that we make up and then, but it's really made up. Yep. But then, and then we get angry because we haven't done this or we're, 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 we're critical, like we're critical of ourselves, yep. but we've made it up. Yeah. That just for me, when I, when I really got that, it just so much dropped away. It's like, okay, so I didn't get to do A, B and C today. Um, you know, and that's that. Moving on, moving uh-huh. on, onward and upward. You know, yeah. yeah. But the really interesting thing is, because I'm a bit of a neuroscience geek, is when we're in that that state of beating ourselves up and that overthinking, we lose our access to our wisdom. Yeah. So it's an actual biological thing that's happening in our brain. So yeah. when when we do just, you know, take a deep breath and let it go. Just move on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're more resourceful. Well, because you have the clarity to see, right? Exactly. Exactly. It, it, uh, neuroscience is amazing to me. It's, it's incredible what happens in the brain and the physiological response in our body to things yeah. and the power. Yeah. If we beat ourselves up enough, it's actually going to make a difference. Yeah. Where the length of time you take to beat yourself up is the length of time you're delaying yeah. in your progress because you just you're stopping yourself accessing your wisdom. So my invitation to everybody listening to this is stop beating yourself up, just let that go. Yeah, and come back to now, and you know tap into the wisdom that's inside you. You've got everything you need right here, right now. Yeah. When you relax enough to yeah. actually get into it. I always tell my clients that, you know, when they're in that state, kind of the low mood and the judgmental and critical and fearful and all the rest mm-hmm. of it, that's the time to do nothing but be super kind to yourself. Yeah. You know, go take a nap, go take a bath, go take a walk. It's not the time to do anything else, but just kind of, and it passes. When you don't engage with that, it passes so much quicker. Yeah. You know, but if you look for reasons to beat yourself up, you're always going to find them or to be angry or to justify why you feel the way you feel. 
You're yeah. always going to find it. <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? We absolutely get more of what we focus on. Yeah. I love the phrase, um, what we resist persists. Yeah. I love that because, yeah. you know, just accept it, feel into it, move on. It is what it is. And this is where we learn from children and babies in particular. You know, yeah. watching a baby. I was watching a baby in the park the other day and she's just starting to walk. She was falling in the sand. She was getting up and, you know, there was no kind of, she didn't get up and try and walk and fall and then say, well, I'm not going to do that again. You know, yeah. <laughs> She just kept doing it. And it was yeah. brilliant. I just, I love watching that because that's, that's life. That's, that's the flow of life and it's very fluid. And again, for older children, I know um, for my children, they've all come back at one point to say, so-and-so hates me. I've had a terrible day. And they have. They've had a terrible day and so-and-so's told them a terrible thing. And the very next day, they're best friends again and everything's okay. <laughs> when, when, when I've asked them about it, they're like, oh, yeah, but that's, that's what happened yesterday. Yeah. And that's so just, just it. What is in the moment. But yet, us as adults... When our brain is fully developed, all of a sudden we start believing the thoughts that we have and they must mean something. <laughs> yeah. I had that thought about that person. It must be true. Yeah. It must be true. And then we go on, put the investigator cap on and we start looking for like evidence that this is true. Oh, We're yeah. analyzing we it. <laughs> we will. We will get it. <laughs> you know, the other thing, it just reminded me when you were saying that with your kids, I do this with Finley because he came home from school last year and he was always complaining about a wee boy in his class. And I said to him, tell me something good about him because all you do is tell me things that he does that are wrong. And he thought about it for a minute and then he told me something that was good. And I said, okay, right now, how and where in your body, like how does it feel when you're talking about him in this way? Versus when you're talking about him and saying something that's nice about him. And he said, huh, it, it, when he, and he took the time to think about it. And he said, it feels better when I, when I say, like, when I think about something that's nice. So I said, okay, then there's the information. And that's, there's so much information in that feeling, you know, and it's just, it's true. It's moment to moment. And Finley says to me, I'm having a bad day. I said, you're not having a bad day. You're having a bad moment. You know, yeah. and there's so much power in that. How much time have you actually reclaimed in your life <laughs> since appreciating that? <laughs> it's, it's so incredible. I, yeah. you know, and I look back and I think, oh my God, like you waste like analyzing and trying to decipher every little thing and every little thought and. It's yeah. the heat that she said, and, and it just will yeah. drive you around the bend. But this is where the power of play comes in, isn't it? So let's talk about that. Yeah, the power of play really is what we've been talking about. It's dancing in the moment. Mm, I love that. Pure, pure and simply. Pure yeah. and simply. Um, it's really, for me, it's, it's a combination of many, many things. Like I said at the beginning, it's, you know, there's so much we can learn from children and dogs and stuff who 
you just watch and they're they are in the moment and it's not that they don't know what they want they do know what they want and they are determined to get it yeah they're not going to let anything get in get in the way and when when we embrace play as adults then life gets just as simple and so much more enjoyable isn't it yeah yeah because it's funny so when um like I work with um I work with a variety of different people one group of people I work with are folk who are like fed up in their jobs and they're kind of early you know am I going to start a business up mm. or maybe they've started the business up and they're trying to, to grow it but that kind of early transitional kind of stage and um so it's very common at that stage for people to be talking to them around goal setting and um and it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a mystery really it's a bit it's muddy water because you, you've got one group of people who are very visionary and very, you know, driven by their purpose and their why and all of that, which is wonderful. And then you've got another group of people who are very driven by the detail and they need they need targets, they need measurables, they need all of this. And if you ask them for a big picture, they might just cry because it'll be <laughs> them. <laughs> and equally, if you're talking to the big picture people and you ask them for some detail, mm. they might weep as well. So it's not appropriate to use the same yeah. approach for different types of people. And that's where play comes in. Because there are no rules other than the ones that work for you. Yeah. And so often... And too often, people look outside of themselves for the solutions. But actually, when you just spend the time to get to know yourself, what makes you tick? Are you the big picture thinking person or are you the detailed? Neither are right or wrong. They just are. They just are. are. Yeah. Your strengths, get to know it, embrace it. And when you know it and embrace it, go play with it and go make good, good stuff happen. But so many people get stuck because they believe they need to do some smart goal setting and then they wonder why they don't make progress. Well, because that doesn't work for you. You're playing by somebody else's rules. Figure out what works. Life is not that hard. Making good stuff happen isn't that hard. Mm. You just need to decide what you want and then you need to take some action to make it happen. Everything else, it's kind of a little bit of overthinking. Yeah. Now, do you find, because when you were saying before about we can kind of attach ourselves to things that other people have told us. Yeah. And do you know, like, say, like, I'm shy or I'm this and I'm that. Our personalities aren't something that's static. It's ever-changing as well. Yeah. So there's also power in embracing that. Oh, completely, completely. And it's interesting when we describe, like, who am I in this moment? And it really is, who am I in this moment? Mm. Because it will change. And when the words that I use to describe myself, and if I, you know, I'm a creative, I'm, I'm a big picture 
visionary. I am a loving, caring person. All these words that I would associate with myself. When I say them out loud, when you're listening to that, you might have a completely different interpretation than what I actually mean. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of largely irrelevant. It what really <laughs> matters is that you understand who you are and you understand what you bring to the table yeah. and you're able to become resourceful enough for you to go out and make the stuff happen that you want to happen. So you're able to communicate in a way that other people understand. Um, and we all just really understand and appreciate that we are meaning-making machines. Um, but it doesn't have to be like that. We, don't, we do not have to believe every single thought that we think. Um, and when we believe, when we know that and understand that, it just frees us up so much. It does. And, and, and opening ourselves up to the potential that in that moment you might have reservations about something, but it's, you know, that's just, again, it might be a story or, you know, the, the mood that you're in in that moment, the kind of the goggles that you're wearing. Yeah. Um, and if you just kind of don't engage with that and just be like, you know, huh, again, I'm wearing grumpy goggles, I'm wearing fearful goggles, I'm wearing happy goggles, you know, none of it's ever like everlasting there's there's again with the flow of life it's not always going to be all bad it's not always going to be all good and if you just go with that it's like a seesaw it it doesn't work unless you go up and down (laughs) completely completely where's the fun where's the fun I don't know about you but I've sat on seesaws oh yes myself (laughs) (laughs) and then you're you're bound. I don't have very long legs. It's not that much fun. It's far more fun when, you know, it is going up and down. So it's all very well saying um, we aspire to to live in a constant state of happiness. It's not realistic. Um, We can live knowing... um, that happiness is in peace and whatever word resonates for you. Um, But we'll pop into it, we'll pop out of it, we'll pop into it again. Um, It's never, ever far away. Never far away. If only people, that's, that's, again, so embracing your greatness or, you know, when I'm working with kids, I call it your super you power. Embracing that, I just feel like it's almost like you have this big secret about life, you know, that's yeah. amazing and incredible. And when you embrace that, it's, it, there's so much potential that we have within and, 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 and resilience. And that's why I call this the CPR of life, connection, potential, resilience, that those are sort, sort of the, the foundation of an amazing life. Yeah when you embrace that we all have that it's it's innate it's within us uh-huh. and when you don't feel it you know you've just forgotten yes it's still there. yes yeah it doesn't go anywhere <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 
So how are you going to bring this out in like, so you're working on these projects. What is this going to look like for you on a project? Well, I've actually called um, the whole playfulness thing, Project Play, because Mm -hmm. for me, um, kind of ties back to that whole goal setting thing. But um, for me, for me, because I am the kind of big picture person rather than the minutia, um, traditional goal setting didn't work for me. It hasn't worked for the vast majority of um, my clients. So it's really about creating little projects. Mm. Um, so it's a club um, you can join and what we do is every month well I'm encouraging people to do it every month again your life your rules it's not (laughs) my rules I can you know encourage you to do that if you want to do them on a weekly basis or uh you know bi-monthly whatever it's entirely up to you but it's really an opportunity to kind of to to look at your life I call it a life audit so it's that time to reflect on what's working well in your life, what's what's not working so well, where would you like to be, what would you like to have happen? And then based on that information, it's really um, it's an exercise in trust because you've got it. You, you've yeah. got everything you need. You do not need anybody to tell you what you need. Um, and we've all been there when we felt that we needed that. Yeah. So if the listeners want to learn more about the projects that you're doing, how can they get in touch with you? If they, um, they can get in touch loads of different ways, they can pop onto the website. It's just my name, ColetteRiley.com. They can find me on social media. So I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, drop me an email, drop me a PM, a DM. <laughs> So many different. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put all the links for that in the show notes. Yeah, um, but more than anything, just know that your life, your rules. Um, I love that. I think yeah. that's a really good thing to leave the list. So, Colette, I want to thank you for taking the time to chat today. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I so love our chats. It's like, good, <laughs> they really are. It's just kind of like a cup of tea or a warm hug. Every time we sit and we do this, I always feel better. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, so I'll say to our listeners, thank you for listening. And we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Conversations with Colette are like having a cup of tea with an old friend. She makes everyone feel this way. She has such a gift for helping people tap into their innate potential. She is also about fun and helps people bring that into their business. I absolutely love each and every time I chat with Colleen. Here are a few thought bomb takeaways. Let's take life a little less seriously. Play makes life and your career more enjoyable. And more so, it makes us more resourceful. It makes us show up better in every aspect of our lives. Secondly, life is not that hard. Making good stuff happen is not that hard. You need to decide what you want and then more more importantly, take some action. Everything else is overthinking. And finally, at the end of the day, we are not our thinking. We do not have to believe every thought that we think. This is a super important point. 
It's also the point that's at the heart of my coaching. You will hear through these podcasts, myself and my guests refer to the three P's or the three principles. In a nutshell, we are always and only living in the experience of our thoughts in the moment. We'll be diving into that in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Colette's contact details, as well as any links mentioned in the podcast, can be found in the show notes. Until next time, be well, be inspired, be you. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll share this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with Jessie Lynn, please check out the contact page on her website, jessielynnmcdonald.com. Also, we'd be beyond grateful if you would leave us a review. Join us next time for another edition of the CPR of Life.